0: Welcome to the Juggling the Chaos of Recovery podcast, where we focus on health and wellness and overcoming all types of addictions. You're in the right place if you're a mom, dad, sibling or caregiver who has a loved one who is or was struggling with an eating disorder or any other kind of addiction. In a time where everything seems heavy, I'm here to bring you a very real yet lighthearted take on what the heck we're all supposed to do with our lives while we care for our loved ones who are struggling. One thing holds true throughout it all. You can't juggle the chaos without smiling, at least a little bit. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is Moira. So glad that you came back to listen. This is just me today. And if you've been listening the last couple of episodes, you do know that my mom's health has declined, and um, she was put into palliative care, hospice, and she did pass, and as, the, as we were planning her service and planning to celebrate her in her life, uh, my siblings. so I have two older sisters and a younger brother, and the gal from the church said, well, sometimes just one of the siblings gets up and kind of represents everybody and speaks at the service. And so one of my sisters said, oh, I'll talk. And so I'm like, okay. And I shared that with my husband at dinner that night. And he said, I think you should say something about your mom. And so I really spent the week thinking about what I'd like to say. And uh, I want to share that with you today, what I said at her funeral, at her service. And I don't know about you, but I don't think everybody's relationship with their mother has been stellar throughout their years. And um, and mine is no exception. Uh, you know, I love my mother and I have had some, you know, difficult times with her and feeling like I'm not sure that she really necessarily approved or supported what I was doing in my life, even though I didn't think it was that bad. But my mom had pretty high expectations um, for herself, as well as everybody else around her. And her rules were pretty strong, and pretty strict. And if you didn't follow them, uh, sometimes it was a little rough. And yet, throughout that all, I know that she really wanted the best for people. And she really did teach me some things. And so I'm glad that my husband encouraged me to think about that and speak because I feel like I was really able to get up and honor my mother for her 86 years of her life and what she did teach me and what I'm taking with as into the rest of my life as she has passed on to hers. And so, you know, I'm the third daughter of Carol and Fred Miller. uh, And Again, she, my mother was a very strong and stoic woman. She always had a great shade of lipstick on. And I know you can't see me in this podcast, but if you know me personally, I never leave the house without a good shade of lipstick on, um, some good mascara. And she, she she taught me the importance of that. And also spending some time dressing yourself well, regardless, you know, where, wherever you were going. Um, again, her, high, her expectations were pretty high and her rules were pretty strict but she really had a heart of service and really love for everyone. And I want to share, again, those values that I thought of that she's really taught me. So the first one is the value of a thank you note. Any holiday or birthday or time that we received a gift, we had to write a thank you note. And yes, there was always a time frame that was That we had to do it in, and so when we didn't get it done, I remember, you know, we'd have to like if our friends were calling, she's like, "Well, you haven't gotten your thank you notes done, so get them done before you go out and play." Uh, But I've passed that value on to my children, um, in my wellness business. Also, the guests that are on my podcast—if you've been a guest—I always send a thank you note, and I've sent uh, shared that with my friends as well. You know, just learning to be grateful for the gifts that we receive, either they're big or small and just make a point of letting others know that you appreciate them. And then there's the value of a home cooked meal or a homemade birthday cake or a coffee cake or a sweet bread. My mom loved to bake and cook and I think she cooked just about every dinner meal at our home growing up. Uh, She invited us all into the kitchen um, to learn from her and I learned to make chocolate chip cookies and I learned that it goes shortening sugar eggs when you make something sweet. That's how, that's the order of things. Uh, When you start chocolate chip cookies, that's the way you started it. When you start breads, that's the way you start it. You know, and all of our birthdays included some cutout cake of our choosing from this small little cookbook from like the Baker Coconut Cook, you know, Baker Coconut Company. I don't know if you've ever seen those cutout cakes, but we always got to choose one. And I've made those for my kids, too. In holidays at my mom's house, they always included a meal. And although she was pretty quick to get it over with when we first arrived, it just meant so much for her to have us around her table. And you know, what I've learned over the years is that it's really not about the food. It's truly about the time that we spend in conversation and fellowship as you share a meal, as we share a meal when we come to the table. And then the third thing along those same lines is the value of family time. I grew up in New England and we had a travel trailer that we pulled behind our station wagon. We spent summers going camping, attending Bible camps as a family with the trailer. I remember my dad would take us swimming at the YMCA on the weekends and my mom had homemade pizza ready for us when we got home. She often shooed us outside to play. There was no time to watch TV. We needed to be outside with friends. She loved the flowers and the birds of nature and she encouraged us to do the same thing. And gardening, my mother loved to garden, and I chose the flowers that were on her casket and at the service that really reflected the beauty of the flowers that she loved. She had a beautiful English garden in front of her home in Glen Ellen, and she just spent so much time there; it meant so much to her. And as her plants would grow, like she lived in the next town over from me, um, as her plants, you know, her plants grew and they needed to be split. She would bring the bulbs or parts of the plants over to my house when she came over to babysit my kids. Now, one too many times she returned a week or so later and the plants were still sitting in my garage in that bucket that she brought over. So she decided when she would come over with her plants or flowers, she would plant them. And her grandchildren joined her outside and helped her make sure that her plants and flowers were planted in my my yard. And I have to say, you know, as my garden is starting to bloom this year, I saw the other day a growing, bleeding heart plant. And it's one of my favorites that I got from my mom's garden. And it will be such a joy to see that and so many other flowers return each year as I remember her. And the value of serving others. As many have read and known about my mother, um, my mom lived a life of serving others She had a heart for the forgotten, the ones infirmed, the downtrodden, the ones less than. You know, I became a nurse myself, and I've lived my life always wanting to help others. Her service in the women's club here um, in her town inspired me to join the Wheaton Junior Women's Club, and I served there for 10 years and helped so many others. She wanted the best for all and showed me that we should share our love with others regardless. And as we show love... We show others how to love. And the next one is the love of music. Now, my sister Linda was taking piano lessons, and I wanted to do the same thing. And although the teacher said that I was a little bit young, my mom let me begin playing the piano at age five. I studied and I learned to love classical music. And although my friends had to wait outside until I was done with my practicing to go out and play sometimes, I appreciated her dedication to helping me learn when we moved to Glen Ellen, uh, she found a new teacher for me. Mark Tassett was a great teacher, and he expected a lot from me, like two hours of practicing every day if I was to study with him, and we needed to get a new piano. So my parents invested in a beautiful Baldwin baby grand piano that I learned from. And my mom gave that piano to me when they moved into their senior living community where they're at today. And as I introduced myself to ballroom dances last year, I really know why I love the smooth dances of waltz and foxtrot. It's because of my love of music and the classics. And really last, but certainly not least, is faith. You know, we were raised in the church and shown that the importance of a belief in a God and having a relationship with Jesus Christ. We dressed up, we wore a dress every Sunday to church, and then we were involved in youth group and Bible camps growing up. And, you know, although I may not have followed that so closely as I left home and went on on my own, that faith and belief really never left me. And as I found myself on my knees in the kitchen when the health of my daughter was in jeopardy and life was so hard, I cried out to that God that my mother taught me to believe in. I learned again that our God is sovereign as I put my trust in him and loosen up the grips of a control. The blessings in my life continue to abound. The faith that my mother told me to have has become my own faith and one that I will be forever grateful for. My mom showed me how to be strong in the face of adversity, and I have grown to know that it's only because of her strong faith in a God who reigns over us and who will never, ever leave us. And those are just some things that I reflected on that I really have learned to value because of my mother. There's so many other things, so many memories that we've been sharing with my family as they came to town. And we spent time with my mom and with each other after my mom's passing. And I wanted to share that with you today because, again, sometimes I've shared on this podcast that sometimes I look at the bad things and I don't look at the good. And although there were rough times and perhaps bad times with my mother, There were an awful lot of good times. And I was really, I'm really thankful that my husband encouraged me to speak because it really gave me that time to reflect on what my mother did teach me. And I encourage you to do the same thing. You know, I learned as I got a phone call from the doctor when my mom was in the hospital and she had failed a swallow test and they were considering what was the next step. And the next, one of the next steps could be palliative care. And that's what we chose. I learned that life can change in an instant. (laughs) And we don't know when, if life is going to change or what life is going to be like. And so there's no time than the present to appreciate what we do have and share that love with other people that we do have and kind of forget about the past. And again, if you've listened to my episodes, you've heard stories in the last few episodes of the different signs that I got a few years ago of that I really should pay attention to being of service to my mom and spending time with her. And, and that's given me a chance to really put those, you know, put those struggles that we had in our relationship in the past and spend time with her. And I feel good about her passing then. I mean, it's all, she lived 86 years. She lived a wonderful life. She had such an impact on others. And as I reflected on her life, And I reflect on the work that I do with this podcast, with my wellness business, with just sharing um, health and wellness and hope with others. I hope that I have the impact, a little bit of the impact that my mother had on other people, I hope that I can have that impact when people are celebrating my life, hopefully many years from now, that they can say that, you know, Moira made a difference because of the stories that she shared, or how authentic she was, or how she came alongside me and just supported me and loved me for who I was, regardless of the differences. And so I hope that that's uh, what happens. And I just hope that this can bring you some Just perspective and just, um, again, just some appreciation for life and for our parents. And, you know, we're... We're born into a family, and that's what we. Sometimes that's all we have. And I just know that um, I'm so thankful for my mother and for what she has taught me. And I know that as life goes on, we'll continue to. I'll continue to remember those memories and have those fond memories of her, and know that she's up in the arms of Jesus, looking down on us, and just in peace and in out of pain. So that's my short episode today. I wanted to make sure I got this recorded, because um, it's really important. And it meant a lot for me. You know, I often say when someone asks me to speak, be it at a Shackley convention, or, you know, at my mom's funeral, or any place in between, half of the time, just like this podcast, part of the reason why I started it is for me, you know, part of when I do my episodes, and I interview people, part of the what I get is something that I get and the value that I get. And I know that as I put together, spent some time reflecting on what my mother's taught me. It's really taught me a lot. But I wanted to make sure that I had it recorded so that I could listen to it, so I could also share it with other people, um, so that that could perhaps – you know bring some different things in perspective and share share that love with you. So, that's my message for today. Go out and 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 love and be kind to others, be authentic and and take some time to think about those that you love, what they have taught you. And I have to say because we talked about this too like the recipes and things like that. I have a wooden recipe box that have has cards of recipes that I wrote down and we were talking about that, that, you know, my mom has a recipe box too. And we want to make sure that those, that, you know, my dad may not use those recipes. So we want to make sure that we have those recipes because there's are the family recipes that get passed on that passed on that are so important. So those are my thoughts for today. Again, thanks for listening. I so appreciate it. I so appreciate the love um, and the support of this podcast and these messages that, that keep getting out. Please do, Again, rate, review, you can buy me a cup of coffee. You can see those links below. If you have a story to share, please don't hesitate to reach out. But I just really appreciate you coming back and listening and sharing that with others and have yourself a great day. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Share it with others and make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. I've got a tribe over on Facebook, so head over there in search for Juggling the Chaos of Recovery Podcast Tribe. And do you know somebody who has a story, a story to share, a story of recovery and hope? Please let me know as I'd love to feature them as a guest on one of these next upcoming podcasts. And perhaps you're looking for a community of like-minded, collaborative and supportive people who cheer each other on as we strive to improve our lives. If that sounds like something you've been looking for, schedule some time with me You'll find the links in the show notes. Let's talk and let me help you find your way. And I'm here to tell you that you're worth it.